Welcome everyone to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found on Level Down Games. It's posted every Wednesday morning on YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. I'm Brian, and over there is L. Francaro. Hey guys. So on today's episode, we're actually diving into the nether realm of the Mortal Kombat series. So I know this is a franchise that is very near and dear to L. Francaro, and his track actually is the one that opened us up. So I'm going to go ahead and let him take it away. You know, track one was the courtyard from the Mortal Kombat one. Um, Mortal Kombat one is what introduced to me my love of fighting games, and that is a genre that, to this day, I'm still playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> but just hearing the courtyard, uh, I I was telling Brian I listened to it. I just you know it, t- it took me back to fighting Sub you know, Sub Zero versus Shang Tsung and. Mm-hmm. Make my way up there and losing so horribly. Oh boy, was I was I bad when I first started playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I've since gotten a touch better, but uh, I think that one you really really encapsulated what Mortal Kombat was. And mm-hmm. I mean, Mortal Kombat was the first video game in the history of video games mm-hmm. to have an officially announced release date. It yeah, countdown. You know, it had a countdown. They called it Mortal Monday. It was September thirteenth, nineteen ninety three. Uh, so I remember playing this in the arcade and being like, okay, this is September 13th. We're going to get this game, Mom. And she's like, <laughs> and she, and she's like what's Mortal Kombat? I go, it's it's a game I want to get. It's going to be the best. She knew nothing about it. That's probably a good thing uh, that she didn't know oh, nothing oh, about it. Thankfully, it was a good thing. Thankfully, <laughs> she wasn't too upset. Um, I, had, I had the uh, the Super Nintendo version, so there was no blood. Um, yeah, my- of course. Me, me, you know, me and my sister playing this game. Uh, we loved every second of it. Oh my god! I played uh, a lot of of the first Mortal Kombat as well. I also had the Super Nintendo version. So. Who was your? Who, do you remember who your main character was? <sighs> I don't. I, I can tell you right now that my favorite character uh, was Raiden. Um, Ra- Raiden was actually based after a character from uh, Big, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 I believe his name was Lightning from Big Trouble in Little China. He was one of the, one of the three uh, main from, bad guys. From Final Fantasy Thirteen. No, watch yourself. <laughs> uh, the, the, actual, the, the, the main bad guy in this game, uh, Shang Tsung, is based after, after Lo Pan, also from the same movie. So they took a lot of influence from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Um even the main character, you know, Johnny Cage, based after Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to think. Honestly, I think I probably use Sub Zero the most. I mean, him and Scorpion were the most popular. They still are to this day. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm just obviously I was extremely young when I was playing this game. Probably shouldn't even have been playing it. No, uh, I mean, this this is the game that the ESRB was created because of this game, right? Because because of Sub Zero ripping out the spine. That's right. what that's the one, that's the one thing that they. Uh, they clung on to during the other this went before the senate mm-hmm. you know and uh it, it, it's crazy to believe that something like that happened you know yeah yep i uh like i said mortal Kombat, definitely a, a series that you have a lot more experience with than i do but i did spend a lot of time playing mortal Kombat as well growing up um you know friends and i definitely jumping into I, I, it wasn't the original Mortal Kombat. If I had the, I think it was Ultimate Mortal Kombat three on the Super Nintendo was really the one that I got a lot of playtime with. Um, it just happened to be at a point where I had a lot of next door neighbors in the neighborhood that I lived at that were around my same age, and we all kind of just would get together on the weekends play Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Um, eventually, that led into playing like Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero with one of my neighbors, which we'll get to that game here in a little bit. That's one of El Caro's favorites. 
Yeah, and before we move on, I, I, a little fun fact, and I think you're going to enjoy this. Do you remember the blood code for the Genesis version? I don't. The blood code was Abacab, A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Okay. Now, Abacab, some people may remember, is actually a album and a song by this by the group called Genesis. <laughs> so so that, it, it was purposely done. The blood code for Genesis was a Genesis song. That's great. A nice, a nice little nod that the creators did there. That's great. You know, it's, it's just it's little things like that, you know, and they, and they, they hide them, you know, their little yeah, Easter Ed, eggs throughout the series. Noob, Noob Sabot, obviously, from Ed Boon and John Tobias, so. <laughs> oh, man. I used to love when that little guy would pop up in the corner. It's great. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump to, uh, to my first pick here of the episode, and I think we're going to go with Deadpool from Mortal Kombat 2. And that was Deadpool from Mortal Kombat 2. Definitely, I I played Mortal Kombat 2 a lot more than the original Mortal Kombat. Um, like I said, definitely not more than Mortal Kombat or Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. But I have a lot more experience with Mortal Kombat 2. And my character in this one was um, Kung Lao. 2 was the first time that I went and bought a video game without my mother. Okay. I remember... I, I, I vividly remember that I went to, um, it was called Funko Land at the time. They eventually mm-hmm. got absorbed by GameStop. And by GameStop, yep. But I went to Funko Land. I had all the money for I saved up. I was like, one copy of Mortal Kombat 2, please. And the guy turned to me and he says, are you 17 years old? And I'm like, no, no, I'm not 17 years old. <laughs> He's like, well, then I can't sell you the video game. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the ESRB was set up now. This is the, the very beginning of that. This yeah. is the first time I tried to buy a mature game. Yep. I, I couldn't buy Mortal Kombat 2. And my mother, after seeing Mortal Kombat 1, was not going to let me buy Mortal Kombat 2. Probably not. <laughs> I had to, I, I had to have my, my cousin Heather uh, go to there, go, go to the store with me and buy the game. And even then, the guy was like, are you buying it for him? She goes, no, I'm buying it for myself. She had to lie to this guy. 
to buy I love it. To, to buy Mortal Kombat 2. Which let me tell you, just like you said, I played the hell out of Mortal Kombat 2 more yes. than any other Mortal Kombat game to date. Okay. Uh this one I not only did I play this at home, but this one I played in the arcades a lot. And that's something I, those are times that I miss. I really do miss the arcade days. Mm-hmm. Um so, I think I think Mortal Kombat 2 definitely had a lot more commercial success than the original Mortal Kombat it, as well. It, it definitely did. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2, I actually remember, um, was the first time that people were actually selling pieces of paper for a dollar a piece in the arcade mm-hmm. with how to, how to do the moves and how to do the fatalities because, you know, they became yes. a staple, obviously, in Mortal Kombat 1. You know, you could finish him, so to speak. That people were, you know, this is, this finish is, before, him. This is before the dawn of the internet. So yeah, you, you know, of course. People, people were, were typing these things up after looking at like in books and, and getting you know, all the official guides. Yeah, some of my favorite memories with Mortal Kombat 2 and Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 were like the 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 schoolyard recess stories, obviously. And you know, like oh, you know, you could input this code to unlock this character or do this to you know do this insane crazy thing that that wasn't true. I mean, it was never in the game, but. Friends and I on the school bus heading to school and uh, and back to school and we're on the way home. Like we would always be out looking for like these, you know, like the latest issue of Game Pro, which had codes in it, or these random obscure magazines that I had never heard of that they were on the newsstands because of Mortal Kombat, and they got their namesake from Mortal Kombat. They were selling like these, you know, basically cheat codes and guides to all the characters. And I used to just love, you know, if I could convince my mom to take me to the store and go out to look for these magazines, I wanted to know and be able to do everything I possibly could in Mortal Kombat 2. But like I said, the uh, the stories that you hear on the uh, you know on the schoolyard and on during recess, probably 90% of them weren't even true anyway. Well, most of those kids claim that their uncle worked for Nintendo. Correct. <laughs> but you know what? I want to keep with Mortal Kombat 2 here. I'm actually going to pick another uh, classic track from Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, the Living Forest. Ooh, good one. We'll be back. That was the Living Forest from Mortal Kombat 2. As you mentioned before, a game I played the hell out of. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, and from Mortal Kombat 2 going into present day Mortal Kombat X or XL, if you if you will. My boy Reptile. Okay. Yeah. 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 He, he was you know he was technically in Mortal Kombat 1, uh, in the pit. 
uh, as, as a recaller of Scorpion, but from Mortal Kombat 2 on, mm-hmm. he had he had his own flair. You know, he had his own moves. He was you know the official Green Ninja. Yeah. Even- eventually, he would uh, transition into being more literally reptilian. Right. Uh, but oh my God, I, I fell in love. His move set is just so awesome. The the the, the slow ball, the fastball, mm-hmm. you know, his, his his far slide, very reminiscent of more of um, Sub Zero slide. Yeah. yeah. But listen, this is a game. Uh, I grew up with three sisters. Uh, I believe when this game came out, I probably had two sisters at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we played the hell out of Mortal Kombat too. Um, in fact, when I moved out, uh, this is one of those things you know. When, who owns what video game? This is one of the ones that was highly contested. It's like, I'm taking it. Whose it was, yeah. <laughs> it's mine. That's funny. Uh, yeah, but listen, nothing but great memories of Mortal Kombat 2. This whole series in general. I, I'm a super big Mortal Kombat fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this wasn't an audio-only podcast, I would start showing you some of my Mortal Kombat memorabilia that I have laying <laughs> around in the house. Uh, if, you, if you watch any of our other podcasts, I literally have a Mortal Kombat uh, arcade sign prominently shown in uh, all, the frame of all things uh yep you know so you could definitely check that out i love i i just i love this game so much this is probably one of my favorite if i had to pick like my top three mortal kombat is probably number two or number three in the whole series okay that's that's high up yeah i would i would definitely say the same i think mortal kombat 2 definitely ranks up there for me um with obviously as i've mentioned before ultimate mortal kombat 3 which i think still is my favorite one out of all of the Mortal Kombat. That's still the one I have the most experience with, the one that I have the, the best memories with. It's definitely the one that I got the most friends to play with. <laughs> yeah, so that being said, let's go ahead and jump to a track from Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Um, it's, it's my next pick. So we're going to go with the character select theme from Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Nice. Alright, and that was the character select theme from Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. So, we were actually doing some digging during uh, listening to that song. 
Mortal Kombat 3, the original release, was missing some key characters, such as Katana and Scorpion. Which is nuts. Yeah. When you think about it, when you, when you think about it now, how uh, NetherRealm pretty much has built their brand around Scorpion. Right. So with Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, the game that that song was from, and the one that I had the most experience with with Mortal Kombat, they went ahead and added back the characters that were missing from from Mortal Kombat 3, which included uh, Katana and Scorpion, but also included Jade and Reptile. Your uh, your boy there, Reptile, was also missing from Mortal Kombat 3. Now, a really big thing from uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 is uh, the character Ermac. Uh, do you know about the uh, the origins of Ermac? Um, possibly, but I'm not. Uh, remind me. For, 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 for the uninitiated, in Mortal Kombat 3, um, anytime there was a glitch, so to speak, um, it would show up on the screen and it would say Ermac. Which was short for error macro. Yeah. Uh, but people seeing the word Ermac thought that it meant that he was like a hidden character. Right. So to, so, so to play along with that, they actually added a character named Ermac to Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 I love as, it. A, a, as a fan service. Yeah, I love it. This was actually, if I remember correctly too, that was, um, I think, fueled by EGM, Electronic Gaming Magazine. I think they were yes. one of the ones that were yeah, yes, very... Were very influential in the whole Ermac legend. And that just goes back to what I was talking about on the uh, with Mortal Kombat 2 and the school bus rides to and from school back with my friends, you know, just pouring over these gaming magazines, trying to find any secret we could in regards to Mortal Kombat 2 and eventually Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, one of those obviously being Ermac. So it just, just those legends and those urban myths and all those different things that existed back then before the internet was a thing. Just so much fun, man. I, that was like the, the pinnacle for me. That was so much fun. Yeah, I just remember this, this, this game I had it on the Super Nintendo Entertainment mm-hmm. System. Uh, this game actually belonged to my little sister. <laughs> uh, so when I moved out, I actually jacked it. And if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> she just now realized she doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, th- th- thankfully, uh, she's past her video game playing years. Uh, sure. I'm not. No, of course. I'm sure, I'm sure not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so many hours spent playing this game, not just with my sisters, but I, any friend who ever came over, it's like, oh, we're playing this. This is the game we're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would wreck them all, because I'm the best. Of course. Uh, Frank Caro never loses. No, no, I wouldn't say I never lost, but I rarely lost. <laughs> I played this so, so, so much. Yeah. Uh, playing it in the arcades, mm-hmm. I, I remember like you know, winner stays, loser pays kind of deal, and I'd be pissing people off because I was I, I was getting so good at this game. <laughs> it, it, it was like it was like a second nature. I was very fluid with it. Um, people, people were getting upset. This little snot nosed punk is. Uh, that's funny. Is wrecking everyone as either reptile or cabal. That's funny. <laughs> so, all right, what do we got next? Uh, for my next pick, I'm actually going to go uh, to the Mortal Kombat three itself. But this level is also, of course, an ultimate Mortal Kombat three. Okay. The theme to, theme to the graveyard. Ooh, good one.
And that was Mortal Kombat 3's The Graveyard. Um, Mortal Kombat 3, another game, just like Ultimate. Played the hell out of this one, more so in the arcades than I did on the console. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember when this game came out, I was playing at the movie theater arcade all the time. Uh, it, was, it was a hard game to, just to get to because you had to queue up in line to play these things. But once I got <laughs> once I got there, you know, the champ is here. Of course, um, of course, of course. I, I was telling Brian, my, my most vivid memory of that song, the graveyard was playing as Cabal and doing Cabal has a uh, finishing move, a, a fatality, where he takes his mask off and scares the other person to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, as just doing that one, people were like, whoa, I can't believe it. Like, because, like you said, I would get those magazines before I played. I would learn the moves uh, before before ever you know queuing up in line to play these things. Because when you get there, you want to be nasty. You want to be sick. Sure. You know? uh, I just it, nothing pisses off someone better than not only losing but, but hitting, getting hit with a fatality on a brand new game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three, man. So such a good game, and. Uh, I, 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 as I was telling you, yeah, uh, I just—I mean, it's just. So I, good. I literally have Ultimate Mortal Kombat three sitting in my Super Nintendo, less than six feet away from me at this time. Right. Uh, to this day, I still pop it in. I, I have all the—I have every Mortal Kombat game, with the exception of the horrible ones that don't really exist in my head canon. Um, oh, okay. Well, speaking of those games, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump to uh, to my next pick. We're gonna go with the uh, the Wind God Fujin theme. This one is actually from Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero. And that was the Wind God Fujin's theme from Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero. I I did play this game a lot when it came out. I know, obviously, you skipped it. But, yeah, um, I did. <laughs> but this is this is a game that I did play a lot of when it came out. And I do remember talking with my next-door neighbor when we were going through the game. We played it together. And we were just wondering... Like, we both really liked the game. And I was just blown away by the fact that they might actually release more of these mythology games like we were talking about which character might be next like if they might do scorpion or or uh you know liu kang or whoever you know someone else that might get another mythologies game but turns out they only ever did the one probably because it didn't sell very well <laughs> thank god <laughs> but i liked it um this obviously came out um october 1st 1997 on the playstation and i like i said i just really liked the different style that they went with in this game uh clearly obviously looking back and playing through it again it's not that great of a game but it was cool for what it was definitely had some good music in it though um 
And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have about Mortal Kombat mythologies. <laughs> uh, other than the fact that I like Fujin as a character, I got nothing to add to this, unfortunately, because I am not familiar with the series, nor mm-hmm. do I want to be. <laughs> I think you should go back and play it. Yeah, you shut your damn mouth. What you should do is you should go die in. Okay, okay. See what you did there? <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my little segue. My next song from Mortal Kombat 3, The Pit. And that was The Pit from Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, such a great song. And it is. Time, it really is. And if you were hearing that song, you were losing El Caro Because that's just, how, <laughs> that's just how I roll, baby. Uh, <laughs> that was your stage. That was my stage. I I, I love this game so much. Uh, it's just so many good memories playing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the Pit music in general, just very epic sounding. and It was, it, it was the beginning of like... Mortal Kombat kind of transitioning into their more ep- uh, epic style of music, right? Uh, c- c- kind of moving away more so from the you know the 16-bit uh, kind of songs to more orchestrated kind of uh, uh, compositions. Sure. But yeah, like this, this is a great song, and they only get better as the series progresses. Yeah, they really do. The uh, the music definitely. Obviously, it was very strong on the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis with uh, the original Mortal Kombat's, but the games do tend to get better music as it goes on. I really do enjoy the soundtracks to all of the more recent Mortal Kombat games. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like I said, the, the pit where Mortal Kombat mythologies begins uh, belongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's go from the pit to uh, to my next pick. This one's actually from Mortal Kombat Four, um, and this one is the prison.
And that was The Prison from Mortal Kombat 4. Definitely an awesome, awesome song from that game. Yeah, and an awesome level at that. Uh, yeah. If you, rem- if you remember, The Prison actually had its own specific fatalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the stage fatalities for it. You know, so, g- great level. Uh, yep. I will always remember, like I said, playing as, uh, as Reptile mm-hmm. and just, just wrecking. This is actually the last Mortal Kombat game I played in an arcade. Okay. Yeah, I, it I, might, I, is it the last one that... It can't be the last one that released in arcade, but it might it, be. It, it may have been. Uh, I know I, arcade I, started I, dying out around the time this came out, and like the... I think, when did this come out? Was it the 2000s, early 2000s, I think it was? Either It was either uh, 99 or 2000. It was, it, was, it was late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, I just remember uh, me and my buddy were there. At, we were at the mall, mm-hmm. and we had, we, had, we had about a good half an hour to kill, so we walked into the arcade... And as we came across Mortal Kombat 4, I'm like, hey, let's give it a shot. He didn't know I had played this game quite a few times at the time. Right. Uh, so I jumped in there and I wrecked him <laughs> again as, as Reptile. Sure. I pulled, I pulled out the Vitality. It was up, down, 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 low punch. And then he just ate his head. Just destroyed it. And he's like, <laughs> he gave me that look like, you mother... You, you you know. you know. Yeah, <laughs> of course. He's like, he's like, oh, okay, maybe you played this once or twice, but... Uh, I remember even playing this on the N64 as well. Um, was it? Because I remember it, it was on the Dreamcast. Was it? It was. It was. It was on N64. It wasn't as good as on, on the N64, but yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't even remember it being on the N64. But that was. I mean, clearly, um, that's obviously not a. Yeah, it was. You're right. June twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. Okay, so this was late nineties. Okay, yeah. So it definitely wasn't as as late as I thought it was. Don't doubt El Carroll's Mortal Kombat knowledge. How dare you? Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't Mortal Kombat Four that was on the Dreamcast. It was Mortal Kombat Gold, correct? Gold is the same thing. Gold, yeah, Gold is just the uh, the re-release of, of Mortal Kombat. So uh, I'm gonna keep it in Mortal Kombat Four. Uh, okay. But another great song. Uh, I'm gonna go with the theme from the Church, Mortal Kombat Four. We'll see you guys in a bit. can i say it that's a badass track yeah that, it uh, definitely is i mean if i walked into a church and i heard that i'd be definitely be rocking out to the <laughs> Lord. Uh, very much akin to of course fan of the opera kind of style with the pipe organ mm-hmm. uh you had your choir singing in the background just it, it, it just invokes a very dreadful kind of sound. It does. Uh, which you know, that's that's the theme of Mortal Kombat in general. Right. Uh, your, your tournament to say you know to save the world from Outworld and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this track is really really good. Um, it was actually <laughs> it was on my list before you submitted your list, so I actually had to take it off. So this was one of the ones that I, I and that's when I went ahead and did the prison instead of the church from Mortal Kombat Four. 
But yeah, this track is super, super good. I like this one. Yeah, I just, let's say Mortal Kombat 4, just all, all the memories of just playing this in the arcade and just scrubbing noobs, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I, I, I could recite the fatalities of this game from the, just off the top of my head because I've played this one so many times. Yeah, I think it's crazy how, how knowledgeable you are in the Mortal Kombat franchise. Like I said, I play these games, but if you listen to Max Level, our video game podcast... I'm not the best at fighting games, and they definitely are not my forte, but El Francaro has been dominating in fighting games for a very long time. So, But just, just like to listen to him talk about Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter or anything even new like Injustice, or it's just incredible how, how knowledgeable you are with fighting games. What can I say? I like to fight. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you like to put the mask on and get between the ropes. Yes, yeah, so I gotta lay the smack down on all these Rudy Poo jabronis. Uh, <laughs> so. yeah, just me, me and fighting games, it's been a love-hate relationship. I love them, they hate me. Sure. Because, uh, as good as I think I am, and as much as big a game as I speak, see me online, I'm not that great. Uh, <laughs> because, because I play with honor. I, I don't I don't cheese you. I, you know, I, I play a good game. I'm not going to sit and turtle in the corner when I play. So if you beat me, it's because you're a shit player. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a challenge to somebody out there. Okay. And if you want some, come get some. Uh, but, but you are going to make the list if you, uh, <laughs> if, if, you, if you cheese me. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of cheese, let's go ahead and jump to uh, my next track. We're going to go ahead and pull from Mortal Kombat Special Forces, another one of El Francaro's favorite games. This one I is hate a- you so, so much. <laughs> this one's actually the boss theme from Mortal Kombat Special Forces. was the boss theme from Mortal Kombat Special Forces. So this Mortal Kombat one, it was a, it's another 3D action game, but this one actually only released on the PlayStation. And this was back in 2000, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, this was unique to the PlayStation. It didn't come anywhere else. And it starred Jax from the other Mortal Kombat games. Major Jackson Briggs. Uh, Major, um, yep, Jackson Briggs. So 
the, basically the the plot text. I know you did. I know you didn't play this game. Um, I don't know why. I, I I mean it's it's one of the it's one of the lowest rated Mortal Kombat games ever. I think it's sitting at like a 28 on Metacritic. It got a 2.1 from GameSpot, a 3 out of 10 from IGN. This game um, definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel for for Mortal Kombat games. So I'm not sure why you skipped it, but. Uh, <laughs> I think this is one that I rented on a weekend over the summer when I was uh, in middle school. Uh, just getting ready to go into high school, actually, because I started I, I started high school in 2000. So I would rather play tag team wrestling on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. But what this game it, what this game did it took um, it took place before Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero, so it actually is in a chronological order the first Mortal Kombat game in the series if you uh, put it and you rank it by when these games take place unbelievable and uh, yeah that's pretty much uh, pretty much all I got about Special Forces it was not a good game I did not finish it I didn't even play much of it but that song though man the song is good song is good maybe want to pop some ecstasy because (laughs) let's face it uh, with that techno garbage that I just heard there I probably would have to be high to play this game (laughs) Uh, but I'm gonna take you back, you know, to, to, to a better game, a much better game. Let's go back to the Mortal Kombat 4. Okay. okay. A game that's near and dear to my heart. I'm gonna take you to the Soul Chamber. That was the Soul Chamber for Mortal Kombat 4. A much better game than any of those mythology garbage. <laughs> um, not, not to be confused with Cold Chamber. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind playing some Cold Chamber. Uh, yeah, like I said, Mortal Kombat 4. Loved the game. Mm-hmm. Loved every second of it. Uh, had to get you guys away from that horrible Mortal Kombat mythology's garbage that uh, Brian decided to play for you. Well, don't wait. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. And if he has another one of those, don't you worry. Big Papa Plump is your hookup. <laughs> I, I got nothing but great tracks going ahead. Uh, but yeah, man, Mortal Kombat 4. I, I'm getting the itch right now to go back and play it. I can tell. Uh, you definitely picked a uh, decent amount of tracks from the game, too. So Yeah, I only picked two. You picked one as well. Uh, so but, I thought you had three. I thought we had three. I thought you had three for more. I, I don't know. I lost count. Yeah, well, math is not your strong suit, okay? No, clearly not. All right, Clutter, come and pick them over there. Uh... <laughs> To quote uh, Shao Kahn, <laughs> you suck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, all, all, all my tracks were expertly picked because they, they all invoked a, a specific feeling from the game. Mm-hmm. This one here in particular, 
as I'm telling you, it just makes me want to hit somebody in the face with a spear and just tell them to get over here. Yep. Um, which, if you do in real life, you will go to jail. Of course. Yeah. Uh, not not recommended. Do not try this at home. <laughs> right, we're trained professionals, guys. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so what do you got for me? From a good game, hopefully. Uh, nope. We're actually going to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to go with the the last of the Mortal Kombat spinoffs. Um, it, this one was definitely received a lot better. Um, GameSpot gave it a 7.5, IGN gave it 8 out of 10. So this one wasn't a terrible game. We're going to go to Mortal Kombat Shale and Monks, which, as far as spinoffs go, if you if you lump Mythology, Sub-Zero, um, Special Forces, and Shale and Monks, this one is definitely the best out of those three. I've actually played this one, and we'll talk about this uh, after Yeah, the we'll, we'll talk about it after, but we're going to go ahead and jump to um, my next track, which is the intro theme from Mortal Kombat Shell and Monks. And that was the intro theme from Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. So you actually did say you played this one. I have played this one. I can't recall much of the game, but uh, as I was telling you, I remember deleting the uh, save game uh, from, <laughs> from my memory card. So, so you know I, you I, played it. You know you played it. I, I, I know I played it. Um, I don't remember enjoying it. Yeah, this, um, this game centered on uh, Liu Kang and Kung Lao from the uh, Shaolin Order. Once again, not, not my favorite characters. I had nothing against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah... It's these aren't my kind of games. I want just a pure fighting game sure. for the most part. This was more this was more a beat 'em up though. This was this was still had some fighting elements to it, but it was more of a def, it was definitely more of a beat 'em up. This one released on the PlayStation Two and the Xbox uh, back in September two thousand five. Yeah, I definitely remember renting this. Like, yeah, this. I rented it too. But uh, yeah, I don't remember enjoying it. Like I said, uh, like I said, that, if, of the three spinoff games, though, it definitely is the strongest of the three. It's definitely the most, you know, the most positively received one too from those three. Um, and the cool thing of that I always liked about this one, it takes place during the events of Mortal Kombat Two. So after the aftermath of the original Mortal Kombat trilogy with Mortal Kombat One, the um, events that take place in Shaolin Monks is supposed to go at the same time that the events of Mortal Kombat Two are taking place as well. So pretty cool, kind of a little cool thing they did there. This was actually developed by uh, by Midway uh, Studios' Los Angeles team, so not even the same team that um, that did the Mortal Kombat games. 
And as you can tell, because this game, no one's playing it, no one cares. It's done. It's over. <laughs> thank, th th thank God th we're out of these horrible titles. We're but yeah, actually, that we are. Uh, that is my last pick from those. Because I, I did one track each from those three spinoff games. So yeah, that's my last one from the spinoffs. All right, guys. So every track from here on out is going to be awesome. In should fact, be. Should be. Um, next one is from uh, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, mm -hmm. uh, a game that I is once again near and dear to my heart, and we'll talk about it afterwards. But this song is going to be the Lava Shrine. The Lava Shrine from Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Um, this is technically Mortal Kombat 5. In fact, uh, if you look at the cover of Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, it comes to a big pointy V. Yeah, the, yeah with the blood on the tip. Yes. <laughs> um, this was actually a pretty good game. Uh, in the I had this one on the GameCube. So did I, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it came out on um, PS2, uh, Xbox, and GameCube. Us GameCube users... I think it was uh, even on the Game Boy Advance. It may have been. We were actually given two extra characters playable. We were given Shao Kahn and um, Goro mm -hmm. on the GameCube to make up for the fact that we were um, kind of jipped out of the online play that was uh, given to the PS2 and Xbox. Yeah. So that, that, that's, you know, this game, you know, it's the, the, the Deadly Alliance was an alliance between Quan Chi and Shang Tsung to take over the world, um, well, to take over Outworld and, and, and the Earth Realm. And uh, the major purpose was to resurrect the power of Unaga, the, the Dragon King. Sure, yeah, I remember that. Uh, which will actually play into a fur you know, that, that, that story is furthered in the, the official Mortal Kombat 6, uh, which we'll get to a little later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this, this, this was a definitely a, this was a solid game in the series. Not my favorite, not the most memorable, but um, just looking back on it, I enjoyed this one a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I did too. It was actually the only one that didn't feature uh, Liu Kang as a playable character as well. Correct. Uh, yeah, Liu Kang is actually dead in the storyline yeah. in this game. Yep. Um, and yeah, he he will return eventually, but uh, of course, you know, because you can't you can't keep a good Liu Kang down. No. This game actually was received pretty well, too. Um, I was looking at the review scores. Um, pretty much 8s, like 7.9, 8 ac across the board, which 
that's pretty good for a Mortal Kombat game. Um, you know, going back to Shaolin Monks, it also did about that, so. <laughs> but um, I think we'll go ahead and keep it with uh, with Deadly Alliance for, for my next track. Uh, I picked one from the Lung Hai Temple and Sarna Ruins. It's actually the same track. I, I, they, they blend together. So go ahead and give this one a listen and we'll be back. Right, that was the Lunghai Temple in Sarna Ruins from Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Like I was saying to you, I can't remember if this was one stage with with two different versions or if it was two different stages that actually had the the same song. I can't exactly remember going back to uh, to 2000 and what was this 2002 when we played this? That was a while uh, ago. It's been a while. Uh, I do remember that Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance was the first one to uh, show that you could break through levels. Yeah, that's what I was. That's why I wasn't sure if you go through the temple and then you end up in the ruins or something like that. I wasn't sure. I, I mean, like th- there was somewhat that dynamic in Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three or even Mortal Kombat Three where you could like mm-hmm. uppercut it to another level. Yeah, this time you actually break through walls. And this one also introduced uh, the instant kill death traps. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's, that's something I definitely remember from this game, where you know if you, if you knock them just right. There's also uh, certain levels. Uh, that would have like a, a weapon in the middle of the room. You could just pick it up, and the first one to grab it just wail on the other person. It might yeah, be ice hammer. Or I whatever. remember that. You know that, that's that, that's that's my, my 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 definite memory of this game. Uh, and I'm doing this off the top of my head. I'm not looking anything over the internet, guys. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 my it's my love of Mortal Kombat here. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. I didn't spend um, as much time with with Deadly Alliance as as I as I did with some of the other versions. Like I said, I bought this on the GameCube, but it came out in a time where there was a bunch of good games coming out for the GameCube. So I didn't give Deadly Alliance probably as much love as it deserved, but I really did like this game a lot. Uh, it's, 
this is definitely one of the, the solid hits. Uh, and in my opinion, and uh, they definitely all get better as they go along. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm actually keeping in my, uh, my, my, my my theme so far. If you notice, I've been pretty much going in order. Yeah. Uh, and I and I and I've I've been sticking to a, a somewhat decent order, but I do have to jump around because I didn't pick stuff from all of the mainline games. So. <laughs> uh, uh, this next game, uh, actually, I'm going to be bold to say it may be my favorite Mortal Kombat game. Okay. Bold, bold staying. Bold staying. And, and I'll explain why after we listen to the song, but this is going to be the Sky Temple from Mortal Kombat Deception. a sky temple from mortal Kombat deception um it's a great track it's a great track uh as i said before probably my favorite mortal Kombat game and for a reason that most people pan said the game was not very good was i really liked the rpg element to this game Uh, okay surprising uh, coming from you (laughs) i I, I know i know um you know the rpg element of this game was you'd follow uh, a new character named shijinko Mm -hmm. uh who was uh deceived so there you go more deception into collecting um, eight pieces of uh, something that belonged to the Dragon King to, to actually resurrect him. Mm-hmm. So this game, storyline-wise, technically is the first game in the Mortal Kombat series. It actually does occur before Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero Mythologies. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this is the first game in the timeline up until its reset, which we'll get into a little later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- you know, it, this, everything occurs with him uh, pretty much... Listen, Shijinko, uh is... 
the RPG Elgin, he, he goes around the world and he's learning from all these masters. He learns from Nolan Quay. He learns from this. He, he, so he learns how to do all these moves. Like he learns how to do um, Scorpion's Spear, mm-hmm. Sub-Zero's Freeze, uh, Kenshi's uh, Psychic Attack. So he's learning all these moves. Uh, for, you know, but his deception, so to speak, he, he's being told that by collecting these artifacts that he's going to help make sure that Dragon King never gets resurrected. Mm-hmm. Well, he actually resurrects the Dragon King, uh, who resurrects himself <laughs> through my boy. The body of Reptile um, is used to, to resurrect Onaga, the Dragon King. Mm-hmm. Um, I had so much fun with this game. I really did. This is another one that I had on the GameCube. Uh, me, me as well. Yeah. Um, and I really tried not to buy my fighters on the GameCube, but uh, this is one when, when it came out. Unless like, it was Smash Brothers, of course. Of course. Which, once again, <laughs> one, one day we're going to play and I will wreck you. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, th- 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 this is my jam right here. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a solid entry. Like, I, I, I it was. It was. It was. It was good. It was definitely not my favorite. Um, I, I was on the one. I was one of the ones that um, I didn't mind the RPG elements so much, but I don't need that in my fighting games. I get that enough from you know, like the actual traditional RPGs that I play. So I don't necessarily need that mode built into uh, built into a fighting game. But for what was there, I mean, it was decent. It was okay. It was enjoyable for you know a sad amount of time but it, it, it got old after a while <laughs> I, I just uh, I, I enjoyed actually building up Shijinko into an actual viable character that you could play sure um, so, so that was cool it actually made me use a character who I pretty much would never have used right uh, also also introduced if I'm not mistaken he could have come from an early series uh, Borracho or Boracho uh, in Spanish means drunken man so uh, a character who would throw up all over the place fighting the drunken monkey style uh, he was in Deadly Alliance. He may, he may have been. Okay. Yeah. There you go. He was in Deadly Alliance. I remember him. This is the, this game is the direct sequel. So yeah. Uh, even though technically it's the first game in the series, it's it, it, they all, everything ties into into itself. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember him in Deadly Alliance, obviously in Deception, and then um, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yep. Yep. So I'm actually going to take us back to uh, back to. Deadly Alliance. I have another track here from Deadly Alliance. And this one is actually the Wuxi Academy.
All right, and that was the Wuxi Academy for Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, tying it all the way back to Sail and Monks, one of El Francaro's favorites. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> good track, though. I like that track. No, definitely a good track. Uh, like I said, the Wuxi Academy is where uh, Luke Kang, uh, the other Shaolin monks like Kung Lao and Kai were trained by Master Bo Dai Cho. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but of course, that all ties into Shaolin monks, which... <laughs> I just don't like. I don't like these games. Why did you have to make the spin-off games? Well, it's because they're uh, good games. They have I mean, a, necess- a necessary place. The, the only spin-off games that I actually enjoy are like uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC. We, which I don't think we have any tracks from on this in this version. We, this we, didn't ca- we didn't count them because they're not officially games. Yeah. You know? That's yep. why I, I try to tell Brian not to do this. <laughs> I don't consider official games, but they are official games. I so. think they are official games, and, and they they actually are canon in some they, of the... Yes, uh, yeah, they, they are, so. they're, they're chronicle to the series, yeah. so I'm not going to knock them for that. Yep. But I don't like it. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we, we already talked in depth about Deadly Alliance, so we don't have to, to stick around and talk anymore about it, so... All right, so at the deception, you know what comes. Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Armageddon. Mm-hmm. And this song pretty much encapsulates the game itself, Meteor Storm. from Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Uh, this game, not my favorite in the series, but it had 63 playable characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was technically it was 62, 63 on the Wii. Uh, Chameleon was the one who was made specifically for uh, the Wii. But everybody was in this game. Uh, it's you, In fact, this one actually introduced uh, something, thankfully they got rid of, the custom character. Yeah. So you had... You're actually able to play as yourself in the Mortal Kombat universe and pick your fatalities, mm-hmm. which you had to build yourself. It was it was clunky. It was kind of eh, but it, it was pretty cool. You know, I, I do believe at the time I made the president, so I had the president uh, Bush <laughs> just uh, <laughs> ripping the faces off of Baraka or something like that. It was one of the it, one of the best things about Armageddon is that uh, Meat made his official debut in this yes, game. Meat was there, <laughs> Uh, Meat actually, I do believe, uh, was this his debut? Yeah, this this was the first game that Meat actually debuted in as a playable character. Okay, I was, was going to say. Okay. Yeah, as a playable character. He was in, man, what was he in? He was in Mortal Kombat 4, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and this game also um, introduced you to the, the, the mythos behind, uh, there's two. There's three characters. 
Taven and Dagon, who really aren't too popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, they're sons of the one of the three elder gods, Argus. But it's also revealed that the third son, his name was Rain, mm-hmm. the purple ninja, um, who is actually Pur- named... Purple Rain. That is literally why he is... I know. <laughs> so, just the fact that the creators are Prince fans, mm-hmm. uh, Purple Rain. Um, yep. That's that's pretty much what's going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which, which is so cool, you know. It's That's the kind of things of our video game. That's the best I, Prince song. Maybe. Uh, it's definitely up there. I don't want to in, in, in my opinion, it is. I know others like... Uh, I, 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 I crank that bad boy any time I was on the call. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. If I were ever make a video game, you would see hair metal references everywhere. Yep. Yep, 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 uh, same. You know, even, even this game, well, you know, I said Volcom Armageddon, and we started singing Armageddon. So, uh, <laughs> Obviously from uh, from Def Leppard. So. Yes. My favorite one-armed drummer. Yes. So we're actually going to take it back to Mortal Kombat Deception now. Uh, I'm like one game behind you now. <laughs> you, you, you know what? You passed you, you pass me up because I, I stuck with the, uh, the three spinoff games there for a bit. Like I said, so. Deception probably is my favorite game, so you're not breaking my heart. Yeah, <laughs> so we're actually going to jump to uh, Slaughterhouse Jive. And that was Slaughterhouse Jive for Mortal Kombat Deception. Such a metal-sounding song. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. It's just it's pure metal and evil. And, yep. uh, I, I mentioned to Brian, if I, if I was out in public and I heard that song blasting, <laughs> I would run the other direction because I know I'm going to die. <laughs> but I love it. It's so just uh, metal. It makes you, 
I yep. just want to hit something. It's good stuff, man. That was a a killer stage, a great track. Um, just yeah, Deception was a good game all around. It really was. Had some great music attached to it. I hope storyline wise we get we catch back up to Deception. Right, it's gonna be awesome. Right. But yep, just like before, since I'm a game behind you, we've already talked in depth about Deception. So take us to uh, take us somewhere else. All right. So next in the Mortal Kombat series uh, should be, if I'm not mistaken, Mortal Kombat Nine, mm-hmm. which, which was the reboot. Which, which, which is the reboot, and mm-hmm. we'll get into that after the song. Yep. But I'm going to play the Mortal Kombat Nine version of Wasteland. Wastelands from Mortal Kombat 9, te- uh, actually just titled Mortal Kombat. Yeah, this was uh, the reboot. Because uh, yeah, the, the game was rebooted, but they did it in such a way where they actually acknowledged the past games Yeah, that had a mechanic that reset the universe. So uh, storyline-wise, this is the first game with the Mortal Kombat series, mm-hmm. uh, simply because of time travel, which is pretty cool, and I like that, you know, and the music in this game was stellar, uh, just just by and far. Uh, I believe uh, this one came out on PS3 and 360, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that sounds correct, yeah. I know, I know right. for try it on PS3. Uh, but yeah, solid, solid game. Uh, the original Sub-Zero uh, was changed into a robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, P- PS3, 360, also came to PC and the Vita. Oh, wow. So in this game, Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat 9, uh, Sub-Zero actually um, sacrifices himself and he becomes the robot version, uh, whereas Smoke is actually s- spared and Smoke uh, obtains a-, a more human form. Right. Which, which, which is pretty cool because if you remember back in uh, Mortal Kombat 3 and Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, Smoke was robotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he blew up the world with his fatality, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they expanded on his backstory a lot in this reboot. So they did a lot of work on Smoke for this one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I like Smoke as a character, so I, I always like Smoke as a character. In fact, I love you all, all my colored ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this one, this one—they um, weren't just colored ninjas. They actually, you know, they, they're, they're, all their looks actually varied, and they weren't—they weren't exactly the same. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Rain had, you know, his is just his face covered and his purple hair flowing, and I believe right. Smoke the same one. Uh, but like, it was—that's that, what I like in the game, man. You, you know. You're, you're, they're, con- they're constant evolution, right? From one, yeah. one thing to another. Yep, absolutely. 
but yeah, I, I just I, I absolutely adore the way they reset the universe in this one. It was such a cool thing to see, and I went into this game not knowing that. And I'm oh, that's no cool. That's cool. And, I, and I'm glad no one spoiled it for me. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. No, but, uh, so yeah. I do believe your next track is actually from this game as well. Yeah, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it with the Mortal Kombat reboot. We're gonna go with the Armory. And that was the Armory from Mortal Kombat 9, also known as the reboot for Mortal Kombat. My boy uh, Kratos was in this game from God of War. Yes, he was. Exclusive Kratos. to the PlayStation 3. Which is crazy. <laughs> he was the only version of the game to get the exclusive uh, specific, uh, version of a character. Mm -hmm. um, this is the first Mortal Kombat game to have DLC. Yeah. Yeah, there uh, was a pack of four. Yeah, so uh, just to run them down real quick, it was Rain... Uh, Kenshi, Freddy Krueger, and the long-rumored uh, character, Scarlet. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet was, uh, I believe, in the background of Deception or Deadly Alliance when there was a, a whole section of her being chained to a rock, almost uh, like uh, the Star Wars films, when uh, the, the prequel series, which really suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, when, when they're fighting in that big arena. She, she, she was, there's, there's a level like that that's pretty much the same exact deal. Mm -hmm. uh, Scar Scarlet was pretty much your your Ermac or your, uh, you know, just, just, just like a noob Saiba, a character who everyone's like, is this real? Is this real? Mm -hmm. uh, and they eventually made her as a fan service. Yeah, this, but that originated from Mortal Kombat 2, correct? That whole thing with Scarlet because of a glitch. Uh, she could be. It could be Mortal Kombat too. It's, I think it's another thing that we, we read probably at EGM. Right. Kids. Right. I think I remember actually reading something though that 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 actually originated from Mortal Kombat two. Something with uh, Katana and Melina um, as a, as a glitch with one of those two characters. Well, well you know the, the, way, the way the glitch works is, and this is the reason why Ermac is red as well. And the, the other ones is all the ninjas um, were initially red, and then right. they were re and then they were recolored. Into the game right. uh, accordingly. Same thing with Molina Katana being pretty much the same model, 
that's why uh, that's why she's red. It just it's right. It, it, all, it, all, it all fits with red was just their standard color, and then sure, they, 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 there goes your glitch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was a uh, I was a big fan of the reboot. I liked what they did with it. Um, I think it's cool that you actually went into it not knowing it was a reboot. So. Uh, you put the name Mortal Kombat on a game that's not a mythology game, and I'll play it. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Mythologies. Rain. Yeah. You know what? That's something I've actually tried out. <laughs> be, 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 being that now it's, you know, you know, we're, it's 2017 when we're recording this. Uh, he busts out an electric guitar and just starts playing Purple Rain on a concert stage. I never meant to be a <laughs> Yeah, my love for Prince is up there. The fact that he's actually Prince Rain mm-hmm. is pretty, pretty freaking cool. I know. Uh, but yeah, uh, so my final pick for the night. Yes. Or the morning, when we listen to this, is going to be from Mortal Kombat X or Mortal Kombat XL, if you if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be the Jinsei Chamber. Enjoy. That was the Jinsei Chamber from Mortal Kombat X. Uh, great song in general. Uh, this song is a very important part of Mortal Kombat X. Uh, if you don't want to hear spoilers, you can just kind of skip ahead of me. I'm going to talk for about 20, 30 seconds here. Uh, even though this game's been out for a while, so whatever. Get with it. Play Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> uh, but the Jinsei Chamber, it's featured very prominently uh, in your final battle against Shinnok. Shinnok, being an elder god, wants to corrupt the Jinsei Chamber, and doing so, kill everybody in Earthrealm, uh, make mm. us wither away to nothing. Yes. All right. But my boy, from Mortal Kombat 1, elder god himself now, uh, Raiden, steps in, it's like, uh-uh, none of this, dog. <laughs> and and uh, goes ahead and takes one for the team, thus corrupting himself, actually making himself uh, the new god of the Netherrealm. Right. Which, which is crazy. I cannot wait for Mortal Kombat 11. It's going to be awesome. I wonder if it's actually going to be called 11, or if it's going to be called something else. I'm sure it'll give it a, a, a dumb name. Just don't call it XI. I don't want to say that, okay? Um, <laughs> One thing I didn't like about um, about X and XL is the overload of movie characters that they put in this game. So they had Jason Voorhees. They had uh, Alien. 
They had Predator. They had Leatherface. I mean, I would get maybe one of those characters being DLC, but not all four. I didn't need four different horror films being represented in in Mortal Kombat. Truth be told, they could have. And I think Freddy Krueger was even in this game too, was he not? He was not. No, he, Freddy Freddy was the prior game. That's why. I no, I think he was still in as a guest character in this one. Might have just been the mobile version. That could be the mobile version. I don't remember him being in this game. I remember him on a list. I think it might just be the mobile version then. Um, I've, I've been saying for years that all these horror characters, they would make a, it would make a great fighting game on their own, just all be together. It really makes no sense to have them all in a Mortal Kombat game, especially when it's important as, ex- uh, as far as timeline goes. Right. I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. It's I played the hell out of this game with with Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> you know, if, if I'm playing the game, I'm playing as the masked man himself. Mm-hmm. Um, always, always, always taking the characters under masks. It's what I do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this, this game is just super fun. Like, uh, and you know, if you haven't played it yet. I recommend picking up the XL version. It's only going to cost you about 20 bucks, 20, 30 bucks now. Right. Um, definitely hold you over to the next one, uh, which we'll, pro- we'll probably, we haven't heard any announcements, but if the uh, timeline's anything, we'll probably hear from it sometime late 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, X came out in 2015, yeah. and then XL was, was it the following year? Yes. Yeah. X- XL being just the version with all the DLC kicked into it. Yeah. So it's. Yep. Yeah, that one came out last year 2016 so what was the gap between the reboot and x there was a big gap uh we're talking from ps3 to ps4 yeah uh, the reboot came out in 2011 okay and then this game came out in 2015 so four so, years so four years so, so we might even hear about this in 2019 yeah so this might be 2019 until we hear something else don't worry, I'm still going to be playing it, <laughs> and I'll probably love every second. Yeah, I'll pick it up as well. I, I generally get all the uh, all the Mortal Kombat games as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get this on our PS5s, and we'll definitely be playing yeah, this. Yeah, PS5s, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, well, I have one final track to take us out, but before we get there, I want to thank all of you for joining us on this episode of BG Mania this fine Wednesday morning. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, BG Mania is posted on iTunes and Google Play, as well as uploaded on YouTube every Wednesday morning. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes, please reach out to us in the comments section below, or check us out on Twitter at OriginalLDG, or our main outlet, LevelDownGames.com. Please be sure to like this video and subscribe to us on YouTube to stay up to date on all things Level Down Games, and for future episodes of BG Mania, Max Level, which is our video game podcast, Game Oracles, which is our video game trailer-focused show, and the Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, our professional wrestling podcast. We can also be found on Facebook and twitch.tv slash leveldowngames. To take us out of this episode, I'm also sticking with Mortal Kombat X and XL. We've got Destroyed City. Thanks again for joining us this morning, and we'll see you guys next week. Later, guys.